Hey, welcome to this special online broadcast. It is Boxing Day. It is. So uh, when was the last time you were in a boxing match? Uh, title nine round boxing club, Lexington, Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Did you win? Oh, I won. Yeah, you should have seen the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, today I've got my executive leadership team with me. And from our living room here at X Church to your living room or kitchen or bathroom or wherever you might be watching this from, uh, we're glad that you're connecting with us today. We like to take the last weekend of the year, the weekend after Christmas. Christmas is always crazy. It's big. It's incredible. But we like to have a, a weekend where we can just kind of relax a little bit, yeah. let our servant leaders and our staff kind of have a weekend with their families, kind of decompress. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Christmas is such a huge uh, time for us, big mm. end of the year time for us. And so today we just thought we'd maybe bring this conversation to you and take a moment, if we could, to look back on 2021 and kind of rewind the year and celebrate a little mm -hmm. bit of what God did in our church over this past year. Is that good? That sounds it. good. And so it. I'm excited. Well, I've got Jenny here. Jenny. She is our operations manager, and she makes the church run. Mm -hmm. it's so true. It's she, so true. She is. She's the queen, uh, makes everything run. And then we've got Pastor Russ here, who is our executive pastor of ministries. And so he really runs all the ministry staff and everything that really happens in that portion of the church. Mm -hmm. And then Pastor Trey here, who is our executive pastor over all things creative arts, worship, production. What else? Anything else? Yeah, I mean, I, creative team, yeah. graphic designers, videographers, lighting designers, everything. All, all that. Social so. media, anything and everything yeah. that you see coming out of this house, uh, his team really leads. And so I'm so grateful that I have a team like this. You guys, I mean, it's so much fun to be able to lead our church together. And so this team, they help me. Um, in fact, they really run most of the things. They just tell me you preach and that's it. So <laughs> I'm grateful to have this team. And I thought maybe before we flip the calendar for a new year, which mm. I don't know if you guys are excited about it. I kind of get excited. So excited. You're not or I'm you are? So okay, excited. you're shaking you're your saying, head no. I'm so excited. <laughs> Earlier, we were talking about how you always listen to Counting Crows along December, uh, every December, and cast vision towards the year, right? Highlight that list. Like you. Uh, yeah, it definitely yeah. sounds like me. <laughs> I've been doing yeah. that too. So okay. I'm so excited. So, uh, what about you? Are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited. You like New Year's? Yeah. Are you doing anything for New Year's? Um, no plans yet. I'll probably stay home. Yep. That's. What about you? Uh, I don't have plans yet, but. Okay, so anyways, party is going to be over at Pastor Trey's house. Him and That's Jessica right. are going to be hosting, so if you want to show up, I'll give you the address later <laughs> on my social media accounts. Anyways, so I'm excited about a new year, but I do think it's important to, to pause for a yeah. moment right mm -hmm. before we turn the calendar and actually look back. Yeah. I think I, I tend to be the kind of person where I have a what's next mentality. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys are like that. I think mm -hmm. sometimes we're, we're all wired a little bit to the, the next thing what's bigger and what's better, how life can get better. And I love all of that. That's the way I am. I'm focused forward most of the time. But I do think it's also important that we pause and we say, what happened? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it's good to, to have a postmortem on the year, even the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm -hmm. I think it's good to go revisit before you step into a new season. And I also believe that it allows us to have the space to reflect on the faithfulness of God. Yeah. And let me just say oh, this. Yeah. God had been so faithful to our yeah. church over this year. Yeah. He's been faithful to my family. Mm -hmm. um, we've had ups. We've had downs. But in the end, I, I just think um, God is good. Yeah. And if we forget that and we go walking forward into what he has for us, um, we'll have a tendency to, to think that we did it 
right. rather than reflecting and remembering mm -hmm. what he did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, in fact, it reminded me of a moment where God was leading the Israelites into the promised land finally. After 40 years of wandering in a wilderness, um, God called Joshua to lead the Israelites in and they had to cross over the Jordan River. And in kind of a similar fashion to 40 years before, the generation before where God parted the Red Sea for them to come out of Egypt, um, God did another miracle like that as he parted the Jordan River for Joshua and the priests and all the people to, to travel into the promised land. And, and I want to read to you just today, just to kick off our conversation, uh, a few verses of what God told Joshua to do. In Joshua chapter 4, verses 1 through 3, uh, it says, When the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Choose twelve men from among the people, one from each tribe, and tell them to take up twelve stones from the middle of the Jordan, from right where the priests are standing, and carry them over with you and put them down at the place where you stay tonight. Yeah. And so God told Joshua, Hey, before you go and take over the promised land, I want you to grab, take 12 men. We've got four. So each person here has to carry three. Okay, I, I want you to go and I want you to grab each, that's one for each tribe, grab a stone from the middle of the riverbed. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that middle of the dry riverbed was also, um, I think God wanted to sear something into their memory. Yep. That I want you to take from the river a rock and I want you to use that to remember what I just did. Remember my provision. Remember what I did to bring you to this point. Yep. And so I thought maybe today that we could take a moment and we could just grab some stones yep. from this past year. And maybe even at home today as we're kind of doing this um, in, in regards to our church and our community. Maybe, maybe this would be something that you want to do at some point before the end of this year with your family, with your kids. Like maybe take a moment and maybe even when you get done with this broadcast. Take a moment and just say, hey, what, what were the good things that God did for us yeah. in this past year? Let's not forget that because that's the fuel for our faith in the next thing that we walk into. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so just real quick, guys, maybe what are some stones that you think, man, I, I feel like if we were going to build a pile for an altar right here, what yeah. are some stones from this year that you would, that you would remember? I think, you know, over the last year, just thinking through the end of 2020, moving into the space. Yeah. Everything's new, right? right? And so it's just kind of this like, you're kind of in shell shock. Like we just gotta make, we gotta make things happen. But I feel like 2021 really began to find our stride as far as how we, how we effectively do ministry and reach people yeah. within, within this community. Yeah. From the, you know, from the week in and week out things of, of technology, how, how do we get the technology yeah. stuff to work right? Um, you know, I remember when we started at the beginning of the year, uh, we didn't have a production director. And so it was me yeah. and Tucker yeah. and Jessica and the rest of the creative team really just like, okay, well, let's figure this out. Yeah. You know, lots of servant leaders just yeah. trying to figure this out. And, you know, um, looked at a picture the other day from a year ago, you know, of yeah, a lot of I us circled that. around the computer trying to, <laughs> trying to figure out, probably make some changes to something yeah. for a sermon or something to, to notes. And it, it took a lot of us to do it. And now it's like, we found our stride where we're beginning to settle in. Yeah. And I don't know if that's yeah. similar for you on the ministry side, yeah. but yeah, it is. It's, I mean, it's our first full year in this building. Yeah. Um, and I mean, to stretch the analogy, uh, the river of 2020, I kind of feel like flooded into, or 2021 kind of flooded into this year, yeah. the good and the bad from just globally in the world. Yeah. 
But I also feel like uh, spiritually, a lot of the things we've been praying and dreaming of for a long time, yeah. we were able to step into this year. A lot of what you mentioned, I think about the fact that for the first time we, we have this space, we kind of have a reorganized staff and we really have a clean slate in a way to dream and say, well, what does church look like now? Mm-hmm. What does life look like now? What does our church yeah. look like now? What does our ministry look like now? And also step into a, new, a big building was awesome, but really we stepped into big ministry mm-hmm. opportunities. We tried oh, yeah. things we never tried. Yeah. And uh, you know, we, for the first time, I think in the 20 years of our church, we did conferences yeah. and mm-hmm. not just one, we did three conferences. <laughs> yeah. uh, we did a, a freedom conference. We did uh, a marriage conference. We did a women's conference. That was incredible. Uh, we started, uh, speaking of online, looking mm-hmm. at how do we not just reach people in-house, but how we reach the world, but not just reach people, but disciple people. Mm-hmm. So we even created labs uh, from in-house for parents to be able to say, how do I become a better, better parent? Mm-hmm. Uh, we created a Holy Spirit lab. I just think it was an awesome year. There's so much we could talk forever, but to be able to step into a new space, but mm-hmm. to dream yeah. with a fresh slate and to try new things was just incredible. I think my, my highlight of the year, I, I was telling you guys offline, was um, we started the year strong with the Move series, the Move Fast, mm-hmm. but our that first worship night of the year, yeah. there was just something really, really special about that. We had come off the fast yeah. and we were in this space. And I just remember leaving that night just saying, this is a yeah. night I'll never forget. Yeah. For me personally, I just love that we did the marriage conference. I, yeah. I think it's so cool that we took the time and to just really invest in the marriages of our church. So yeah. that was probably the highlight for me. I love it. Yeah. I thought this past year was, a, it was for me personally, it was, a, it was a highlight for me in the 18 or so years that we've been a church. Um, I, I think I told this to the staff that I, I had the most fun I've ever had in ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the space in the building afforded us the finally like my favorite part of this this facility honestly has been um just the the foyer space the lobby space or just Mm -hmm. after experience of seeing people huddled up in the circles and having room to hang out and just community and life happening Mm -hmm. um so having having that as a tool the space as a tool um to do like we talked about conferences and things like that uh, also the unity of our team and our staff and and who we have it was special um, uh, just an incredible year. It's just full of joy. Um, I, 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 I just had a blast. Yeah, I did. I mean, it's it. It can't. All seasons come with challenges, and they come with you know the ups and downs. But when I reflect back, um, twenty one was a challenging year. We're still dealing with COVID. Uh, there's still so much unrest within our country. Yeah. There was so much that was volatile. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, as a church and ministry, I also thought it was a beautiful season yeah it was a beautiful time and um and so i I don't know what it looks like for you to um to do this in your in your environment and with your family but i just think it's important that we reflect on how good god is Mm -hmm. god's been faithful to us it's been a really hard 18 months almost two years um as a nation and globally but i I can say with absolute certainty god has never left us yeah Mm -hmm. and he's still with us and so I think there's been a lot of incredible moments like that. I, I think of another big um, stone. If I were to put, you know, a stone that I pulled out of the riverbed of this last year, I would I would say it's about the worship oh, yeah. that happened yeah. in this year. Yeah, I think um, it's been a privilege for me to be able to to lead and to sing, uh, to bring melody <laughs> to our here. house. And um, <laughs> you actually 
we're going to try out soon for the worship team. We can do that now. We can do no. Okay. Yeah, maybe we won't. Jenny, would you just would you just um, we got a treat. Jenny's going to lead us all in just a rendition of Second Wind uh, today. So let's all just prepare and posture our hearts for worship and go ahead. No, we're not. Okay, we're not doing that. Okay, but um, but for I mean I know it's been a dream in a lot of hearts for a while, mm-hmm. but I definitely think one of the one of the biggest um, markers of this year has been music written by and for this. It, it has yeah. felt like an explosion out of this house yeah. of not just music but powerful music that people every week will ask, "Who sings that song?" Yeah. I mean, more than asking or even uh, or wondering about songs that would be popular on radio. Not that it's about that. People ask. And that song moved my heart. Mm-hmm. That song actually got me through a really dark night. And so I'm, I'm curious for you. I know it's been one of the beautiful things has got to be in this space to actually have space yeah. in this season to write and to dream mm-hmm. and to release. Yeah, I think it's, you know, it, like you said, it's, it's a dream of many. It's, it's been a dream of mine for a long time to be able to, to, to pour out, you know, what, what God is, is speaking to us as, as church leaders to what do what does our church need to be singing right yeah, now? That's good. You know, and um, and to be able to to make that a regular rhythm for us uh, has has been pretty incredible. And it's um, I mean every song that we've we've tried yeah. is kind of come about differently. You know, every single one is is you know some of them have taken you know a couple weeks, some of them have taken a couple months. You know, but um, I don't know. It's just been it's been such a joy. Um, and a hard process, but yeah, but a yeah. joy, but a hard process. Right. Yeah. So, but worth it. So. So we may have to cut this part out. I'm just curious. People ask, what can we expect in 2022? Is there any exciting news on the horizon? I think you know over the last year, what what God has been doing has um, has really a- allowed us to begin to build our repertoire of of music. You know, I think there's probably part of us that want to just put stuff out, put stuff yeah. out, put stuff yeah. out. Um, but I think. Um, I think we are we are very close to actually putting a pretty substantial uh, piece out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to say any more than that, <laughs> it. right? Yeah. It's a little bit of a teaser. So, no. but, a music video with Jenny. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, basically. Yeah, okay, that's, okay. Yeah, so much. that's all we need um, to know. You know, and it, it'll take it'll take time. Yeah, uh, and it'll take a lot of work. A yeah. lot of people and, are asking. Yep. They've been asking my family, everyone, when are we going to release these songs? Mm-hmm. You know, and and put them out there. And uh, we look. We want to as much. We as want to as much <laughs> as anybody yeah. else, but we don't want to rush the process, yeah. and we want it to be done well. And so that's that's kind of on our horizon. That's yeah. something that we're working toward right now as yeah. a as a team. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know, Jenny. What's your favorite song? Well, so even though I'm not going to sing it today, <laughs> yeah. Second Wind is my favorite song. Oh, yeah. Why? Um, I just feel like that song just brings so much hope. And I just, you know, the part in it that says um, they thought your silence meant it was over to mm-hmm. me is just such a reminder that even when God's silent, mm-hmm. that he's still working. Yeah. And that's so, so that's good. probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. I like them all, though. That, that one was fun to write. It was like, yo, yeah, oh, it, <laughs> it was fun to write. Uh, we uh, we had like a we had an idea for a song. We started working on it and then it just kind of was going nowhere. And then we started, you know, it was. What, probably four weeks before Easter? Not even. I think it was three. Almost. And then it was like, you know what? Let's just take Pastor Tim's message theme and let's write toward that. Mm-hmm. And and I got the message <laughs> theme from something he said. We were uh-huh. literally sitting in a room and he was like, what about like the whole idea of like Jesus got a second wind? Mm-hmm. And I said, 
Oh, I think I want to do that for a message. Mm -hmm. I twisted it. I think it. you turned it around. I completely turned just, it yeah. around and twisted it. I know it's going to but, but that's when you guys were working on something, and we just jumped in and said, I mean, it was literally, I think, three to four weeks before yeah, Easter. We said, let's write our own song for Easter, resurrection mm -hmm. song for Easter, and we did. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, I mean, I was going through my voice memos on my phone the other day, and it's like, I have files that say, second wind, make a verse, please. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's like nowhere close to where we ended yeah. up. Oh, yeah. But, um, but just to see that process and to think how it, it really was, it really was, I mean, so many people, and it was, you know, birth from an idea you had to a message concept that you had to then, hey, let's pull that and put it into these, this other song that wasn't, we weren't going to finish to bringing in, you know, people from creative team, hey, help us with this part. Mm -hmm. We're stuck here, yeah. you know, and, uh, and then just to see it land the way that it did um i think that speaks to it's not yeah it wasn't it wasn't our doing yeah well because when i think of second wind that is my favorite song too by the way um i think of all the sights and sounds associated with it it the way it came together on easter mm -hmm. the way it felt with a choir yeah it was explosive in this room all the way to and maybe superficial my favorite piece of merch we've ever designed. I was wearing it yesterday, mm -hmm. was the second wind windbreaker. Yeah. Yeah. It was just the, just, I, I still like, when I hear that song, I still picture all of those moments. Yeah. They were so huge in the year. Mm -hmm. But my personal, not that anybody asked me, but can you ask me, Jenny, what's my favorite? Your favorite song? Yeah, okay, thank okay, you. Okay, what's your my favorite? My favorite, my other favorite song is, um, the, the most recent one yeah. is My Soul Sings. Uh -huh. yeah. um, the, especially, I, I like how it begins, but the end of it, so right before quarantine, that, you know, if you're familiar with church world, that whole um, song by Elevation, Carrie Job, the blessing mm -hmm. became so big. Mm -hmm. But whenever I hear the end of that song, to me, that has that same like anthemic, if that's the word, mm -hmm. power and force to it that that song does. Mm -hmm. It has that kind, to me, like that song is like this anointed declaration for life. Mm -hmm. Like that is mercy's going with me. It, it, it has a power that I really, yeah. I mean, I know I'm biased, but I think it's going to spill way beyond these walls. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think people are going to be singing it for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that song um, probably took us the longest to write mm -hmm. of all the songs. It was a big we gap. Put a, it was a big gap. Um, I actually, um, I brought the idea to the team based on a, a passage in Luke with Mary um, right after she is right after the Christmas story, and um, and it was really following the end of uh, Soul Work series. And I had been thinking before that was like it was such that was such a pivotal series within our church and, and in my life that I was like I want to have like a response. Like I just feel like there needs to be some kind of response. Uh, what does it look like to sing from your soul? And, um, and, and I remember, cause I, I actually have like a voice memo that I recorded of a stupid melody of whatever. And it was so bad and I will not play it, but, uh, nope, nope. Okay. And so, and I, I came in and I played it. I said, Hey, I've got this idea of my soul saints and I played just this melody, but then Tucker did what Tucker does and started singing. I was like, Oh, that's Okay, that's a melody. It was really pretty. I remember when we like, first oh, had the chorus. <laughs> it was just like that. That's oh. exactly what it was. Oh, okay. And uh, anyways, it was, it, and it, it just, it's been my favorite song, too, I think. What about too. you? I Run, think, hide. No, no. I, I mean, I like it. I mean. You don't, you don't, <laughs> but you're hard on it. You're hard on it, yeah. which is why they're all so great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I think my soul sings right now is my favorite. I'll I'll probably be over it in a little bit. But <laughs> that's just or move on to the next one you know, and the next one. And but I also have to, you know, 
I, I realize that um, I get over it because I've I've listened to it probably yeah. two hundred times trying yeah. to tweak it, you know, and yeah. so. And it's a, um, and it's a labor of love. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people don't realize that this stuff doesn't just flow right. Like you're not mm-hmm. just in the shower and then you've got verses and choruses mm-hmm. and you've yeah. got, you know, um, you know, bridges and and you've got uh, all these you know tags and musical stuff. Like it's, like we 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 get in there and we spend sometimes days and mm-hmm. hours and just going over. I don't like the way that melody changed mm-hmm. this and, that, and I, I will come back to songs and go. I just don't like that lyric. I feel like we write verses and go, I just don't like that. I like the chorus. I don't like this verse. We need to scrap it and start over. Yeah, sidebar, do I don't that. know if it was from this year or if it was last year, but you guys actually did, were on the podcast, mm-hmm. talking about the whole creative process of writing a song. I thought it was fascinating. Yeah. About how it's something you really dig up. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, because it's like, you know, you'll, you'll like you said, you'll, you'll listen to a verse again, and it's like, you know, those two words, those just don't work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, two words out of, you know, 30 in a verse. Yeah. They're like, those two don't work. And then it could take you, it could take you days just to fix, you know, just to, okay, that lands, that's saying in as few poetic words as we can, what we want it to yeah. say. And so. The moment we want to create. Mm-hmm. And we think about the worship to come out of this house when we think about these songs. Yeah. We don't just think about, oh, this song, and I want to say this in lyrics, but we think about what, what is a declaration that maybe our people are going to latch onto and it's going to inspire something in them. Because we don't right. want it, it's, we don't want it to be it like my words, his word. We want it to be this, yeah. this church's, yeah. you know, this church's worship. And so, um, so when you, when you're coming at it from that approach, right. you know, you'll, you have to, you have to maybe shift some of the way that you think, you know, yeah. instead of writing something very personal from me, mm-hmm. um, it, that might not land, yeah. you know, in our church the way that we want it to. And so I think that's also been the huge benefit of having a collaborate, a collaboration between people. Yeah. It's, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to approach a song very differently than he's going to approach a song and Tucker's going to approach it very differently than, than, than us. And so, but I think that's what, you know, you, we look at some of the ones that I think we've said that are, are our favorites. They've had a lot of collaboration. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, and I think that's what, um, that's what our church needs right now. Yeah. So. I love it. It's been a really cool rock that I think has come out of our church um, in this past year, and we look forward to this next year. There's going to be more songs coming and some other things, but I thought maybe we could just take a moment, and so wherever you are, what would it look like for us to join in, and maybe let's just sing and worship with some of the songs that have come out of this house, and so let's do that right now. Come on, today we celebrate a risen king, a risen king. But we can hold on to the power that he has, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is living in us. So no matter what you came in with today, maybe it was worry, maybe we felt lonely, maybe it was fear. Hey, we don't have to worry anymore because our God has defeated that. So come on, let's sing it together now. When I'm all alone, fear becomes my home. I won't worry, there's one word can change it all. Come on, hands like this now. With a single breath, you drew back the waves. You opened heaven and led me through the sea. You opened heaven and led me through the sea. Oh, David, come to life in your presence. Come to life in your spirit. Come to life in me. And 
got your silence Come Then it was over The sound of heaven Prepared to roar Cause the grace defeated And enemies are fleeing Jesus is breathing My second wind They thought your silence Then it was over the sound of heaven prepared to roar. The grace is the enemies are fleeing. Jesus is breathing my second wave. We won't be silent. It's not over. The sound of heaven.
I think we can all agree another huge rock for us to celebrate that really is formational every single year are the messages that come out of this place. So thank you uh, for always bringing um, truth, for always making it creative, for always making it fresh. Um, and it's, it's been incredible. I think we wouldn't say this here, but a lot of times if you go through a year, it, it feels like there's kind of throwaway series. Yeah. But every series this yeah. year has been so impactful. Yeah. We, we started with Move, which was really more than a series. We mentioned earlier, we had prayer and fasting. People came out every week uh, for prayer, ended it uh, with a night of worship. We had a stimulus series on finances, which spilled over into an FPU experience that over $80,000 were paid off in Great. debt almost. Wow. is insane. Mm -hmm. But I, the first one I really want to hone in on was Soul Work. I think that was a ground-shaping, shifting kind of series for us. Yeah. And, you know, I mentioned earlier that really this year is kind of the spillover of a lot of things we've been processing, talking about for a while. I think that's one of those series. I know that you've been over the last couple of years in January. This seems like forever ago. January of 2020, you did an X-Night sermon mm -hmm. where you talked about there's a difference between striving with God and striding with God. Mm -hmm. And you shared, even just the four of us, that God had begun dealing with you about what do our rhythms look like? Yeah. What does it look like to combine spiritual health with emotional health? I'm yeah. curious, anything you want to say on that journey? Because I think that whole series and the Emotionally Healthy Spirituality studies that came out of it were so powerful for so mm -hmm. many people. Yeah. yeah, Soul Work for me was uh, Kind of one of the highlights, um, I think two series that stand out is that and Origins for me were just ones that I think there was a lot more of a preparation process for me than it was just in the messages. You know, normally it's like, okay, preparing for a message for that week, um, but not those two series and specifically Soul Work. Soul Work's been, that was kind of birthed more out of a journey that I've been on yeah. uh, emotionally, um, working through things with a counselor, really just got opening up some things in my heart. Um, and I think the journey I was on kind of really obviously kind of has, has come to fruit and not just that series, but I think kind of our focus as a church and our ministry and, you know, really caring very much about the holistic person yeah. and not just trying to cover up uh, emotionally health, um, this health or unhealth in, in when it comes to our lives with uh, spiritual practices, but actually addressing things that cause us to be unhealthy yeah. emotionally. And so that, for me, that was the heart behind that series. It was like eight weeks long. I mean, it was, it was I, I remember I was trying to fit it in before Easter. And I was like, <laughs> I can't. I, and I probably could have taken that series all the way through the summer. I had yeah. so many different thoughts, um, but I ended up coming back and doing three or four weeks after Easter. It was like eight weeks long, but um, it was, it, I, I, I don't know how people felt and responded. I had some people that came up to me and said that that series was life-changing for them. That, that well, I have one guy tell me that him and his wife, it's changed their conversations that they've had, that they're, they're now having deep conversations yeah. and not just superficial conversations. And it's given freedom to, to be able to kind of like address some of the things yeah. within us. So I don't know, for me, that's, it was it was a pivotal yeah, one, series, I think, for me. One of your, and I heard the same thing from so many people. One of your catchphrases that I heard so many people say it was just, it was just light bulbs for them, is that for so many years the church and those of us in the church have tried to address emotional issues with spiritual solutions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for you to take that kind of practical, holistic, mental, emotional health approach, mm -hmm. and and bring such balance and wisdom, I think was healing for 
so many people. And, and I have to say this because we were actually talking offline about uh, some of the things that have been so impactful this year is for our church, because you even mentioned during that time that even our scoreboard changed. You were like, even for us as a, as a church, not that we haven't always cared, but one of our, our standards, one of our values is people are a purpose. Mm-hmm. And that was really a series to hone in on. We want people to, that come in here to thrive in yeah. all the areas of life, to flourish, to be healthy. But what was cool was while we were taking, while you were taking people on Sundays through this journey of emotional health, you were also through circles during the week, taking people on a journey of spiritual health through freedom. Yeah. We had about 350 people go through our freedom circles that culminated in one of the most powerful experiences we've ever had at a church at our freedom conference. Mm-hmm. And I want to put you on the spot because you even mentioned to me one of the yeah. most impactful things for you this year was freedom. Yeah, it was for sure. Um, so when our staff went through the freedom curriculum, I just felt like, you know, God took me down a journey that I just completely was not expecting at all. I also loved that we got to connect with other staff members just on such a personal way. I felt like I got to know them and, you know, on a deeper level. Yeah. So it was it was definitely a great experience. Um, so that was probably the, the most impactful thing about it. But I also just loved Pastor Tim. I loved your just vulnerability in soul work. Yeah. I feel like it just um, gave people the the freedom really to just be able to address mental health issues in such a practical way. Yeah. And then we had a series that lasted, I think we did about 3,736 weeks of it. I don't think there's that many weeks in a year. (laughs) Is there not? (laughs) No, I don't think there are. (laughs) But one of my favorite series we've ever done, Unstoppable, was amazing. I mean, and really a lot of what we're doing that we just wrapped up in this past series Mm -hmm. of movement is this whole concept of you just unpack the church through the book of Acts. Mm -hmm. You took us on a journey of that whole thing of we don't go to church, we are the church. I want to put you on the spot again. So one of your favorite messages you said was that first week. Yeah. Was it called out or called out? Yes. 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 And I mean, for that, I just loved that. Um, the, the message speaking to, we are the church. So we don't just come to a building on Sunday morning and sit and watch, but we are called to be the church. When Jesus said, I will build my church. He used a very specific word. He used this word ecclesia. Ecclesia. I want everybody to say that word out loud. Just say it with me. Ecclesia. Come on, say it again. Ecclesia. Jesus said, I will build my ecclesia. That was the word that was used, that he used. Now, that word is actually a derivative of two words. It's a compound word in Greek that means ek, means out. Kaleo means called. Here's what he said. I'm calling you out of your world, your life, your home, for a purpose. The, the, literally, the word ecclesia means called out ones. This is, this is what Jesus said. He said, I will build my called out ones. I'm gonna call you out, and then we get Acts 1, and I'm gonna send you out. I'm calling you, and I'm sending you to go and be my witnesses. That's, that's, what, that's what we find out. And then we had so many, what was cool was, during that whole series is we would hear the messages but then there's so many moments through that series, whether EXO week or outreach week, but also on Sundays where it literally manifested and we had moments of where we saw it happen. Yeah. One of those moments we got to talk about is with when we brought Pastor Joel in. Yeah. Do you want to talk? I mean, 
there, there, there's all the moments of generosity that happened that day of somebody who literally got a car, uh, just the just crazy kind of God moment. But also we got an opportunity. One of my favorite moments is to bless him. He's a church planner mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Yeah, I, I won't say much because maybe we'll just throw it to the clip where yeah. people can watch that again. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had Pastor Joel come up and um, he's someone that I've gotten connected to over this past year. Um, um, I'm mentoring him even right now. And so I said, why don't you come up? He was getting ready to plant his church, he kind of established and started in COVID, but was trying to launch this, this past fall. And I said, why don't you come up, have a weekend, come up here, connect with us. And in secretly, when we were doing that, I remember as a team, I said, guys, they need to raise money. This is our opportunity. Let's step in and let's bless them. That's what we do with outreach. When people give, we take 10%, we put it aside so that we can help outside the walls of our church and help people in the community in need. And I thought this is a perfect opportunity. Let's advance the kingdom through this. And so really incredible moment um, that I got to be a part of was getting to surprise him with checks. And in, in the first experience, we gave him a check and, uh, and he started crying. He's a crier. <laughs> Um, but what little did he know was we were going to double it and do another one in 11:15, and so uh, maybe we can all just kind of go relive that moment of when we, as a church, and it's, this isn't something I get to do; it's something we get to do. This is from our generosity together that we get to do. Uh, maybe we can kind of go and relive this moment together. I said we want to sow as a church and invest in, so we gave him a check for $2,500. I just need you guys to hear that. It's your giving, it's your investment that we are able to do that, but we ain't done yet. Here's another check for 2,500 more, $5,000 that we want to invest in Court Church and the Leggett family. Come on, come on, take it, brother. Take it, take it, take it. Come on. And so after that, people kept coming up to him and just yeah. starting to hand him checks. Yeah. And he, it, it was really awesome. Can I say this just to watch him cry? Time yes. after time yes. after time. It after time. was I mean, fun. We went out to lunch afterwards and he's just counting it. And then after he flew back to Atlanta, which that's the cool part, yeah. is that when everybody that's sewed in, they're not just touching people here, yeah. but they're impacting people there. But uh, by the time all was said and done, because I think we gave him a check for about $5,000 in the first experience, mm-hmm. the second, by the time it was all said and done within the course of a week, he had gotten $32,000. Yeah. Wow. Thirty-two thousand. Most of that unplanned. Unplanned. People in the church, not unprovoked. We didn't ask people to give. In addition, yeah. just on their own. Yeah. It was. It was. Just, I felt like we were living in the Book of Acts. Mm-hmm. That's what the whole series was about. Yeah. Walking yeah, through like the church from two thousand years ago and saying we're still that same church, right? Mm-hmm. I felt like we got like just this God dose of a moment, a reminder in the middle of the summer. It's kind of one of the highlights for me for this year. It was a reminder that we're still the same church 2,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. New space, whatever, looks a little different, 21st century, but we're part of the same church. It truly is unstoppable. And then right after that, Pastor Trey, I feel like we probably had one of the same favorite series right after Unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Which one? Which one? Was it Origins? Well, no. no, technically no. it was at the movie. Oh, I was thinking but, at the movie. Oh, that's why right, he right, was like, I don't know. Which Why did one? my mind immediately go there? <laughs> okay. Well, at the movies are great. We're we can't show the clips. Um, at the movies. We did at actually, the movies. Oh, well, let's get by. One of my favorite highlights of the year, and this is all I'm going to say, is uh, 4th of July. Yeah, that was fun. Because that reminded me of that. Yeah. That that yeah. day was special. Mm-hmm. At the movies is fun. We won't, have to, we, won't, we won't spend a lot of time on it, but it's always a fun thing that we get to yeah. do here and just be creative in the way that, you know, you just brilliantly 
you know, weave the gospel into these stories that we know and love already. It's just, um, it's, I think it's a, it's a perfect picture of how we can open up our doors yeah. mm-hmm. for people and, and make it really easy for someone who might not go to church yeah. to come into yeah. church. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's why fine. we do that yeah. series. That and then Origins. Then Origins. Right? Yeah. No. Oh, wait a minute. There was another series <laughs> in between it. Do you guys forget that something happened? What happened this oh, year? Oh, oh, oh. oh, that's right. I really did forget the first time. Somebody, <laughs> this is his favorite series of all time. Has <laughs> he released Hope for the Wilderness? <laughs> uh, I think he was setting up the, his own. Okay, never mind. That was very unintentional. Hey, this past year was, I mean, this is definitely about an hour on for this you, for you personally, this is also a massive rock, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, this was a, a journey in the making for five years that yeah. you had been working on this book. And uh, so it was exciting for our church to get to be a part of it, to be behind you, to celebrate it and uh, let you share some messages to inspire it. Um, the the response was incredible. Um, sold out of the books that we had the first day and got more. And um, I just, we've heard from people, I know you've heard from people that this book, Hope for the Wilderness, has encouraged them. And I think you would probably even say it's reached further than you would have imagined. Oh, way more. At yeah. this point. It's I mean, just as you've heard from people even around the country, and you're like, how, how did they get a copy of this book? You know? Oh, yeah. And, people uh, have been so kind and, and, uh, and of course, you to, to be able to create a space for us to have that conversation. Yeah, that was, was fun. It was so fun, so generous. So, so I thought maybe we could read a little bit from it. Let's. We're gonna start with the four. We're gonna start with the four words today. So, anyways, I thought that was uh, that was an exciting part for our church this past year. But then this was what I was originally thinking. Oh, okay. We got to origins, which, origins. like you mentioned earlier, kind of yeah. like sword. This has been something behind the scenes you've been thinking about studying for for a long, long time. Yeah. But just like just follow, just follow the series, though, right? I mean, you've got you've got soul work, which is very emotional, you know, emotionally driven. At the movies, which at is, the movies, which is just very kind of wild. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to origins, and it's like <laughs> nerdy. No emotions. Right. Let's yeah, talk science. Let's talk <laughs> science and history. I, lo- I really weeks. do love this. So uh-huh. we mean, really ran the game. The diversity yeah. and and uh, just the, the willingness to try something new to yeah. reach people where they're at. I just is so fun. It's so powerful. Yeah, that was a fun series. For yeah. Me. Are you glad it's over? Or yeah. Are you sad it's over? I'm just curious. Uh, a little bit of both. Let me tell you, your first week out of Origins, watching you come on this platform. <laughs> it's like he's back. Yeah. <laughs> like preacher's oh. back. Yeah. yeah, you had been I containing the fire. Uh, yeah. Professor to preacher. Uh-huh. Yeah, I made the switch real fast. Back. That's what I know. I'm a preacher. I'm not a professor at all. But it was brilliant. Uh, it, was, it was awesome. Oh, it was awesome. It was just. I think. And I think it. You know, it's 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 easy to have in our minds what we what we expect from church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't. But you you don't expect a no. hey. Let's talk about the questions that maybe we we aren't going to have all the answers to even right. at the end of this. Yeah. You know. And so I think there's so many people that think like that, that operate like that, yeah. that um, the origin series was was definitely a highlight for some. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I heard from a lot. I, I got more response from people during origins than any other series. Wow. Um, you know, and I know it's not for everybody, but I think everybody's affected by these questions yeah. one way or another. This could be a resource for years to come. Absolutely. So speaking of which, it was five weeks and Jenny, uh, just a Pop quiz. Yep. Okay. What were all five weeks in order? Oh, gosh. Oh. 
Um, <laughs> so, you ready? No? No. Nope. I think I know. Where, you do? You messed you it do up it then. when you tried to do it last time. Are you going to get did it right? I? Yeah, once you did. Theology. Where, where did God come from? Okay. Cosmology. Yep. Where did the universe come from? Yep. Um, biology. Where did we come from? Yep. Christology. Where did Jesus come from? Bibliology. Where did the Bible come from? There you go. You got it. I'm so proud of you. Which reminds me, speaking of bibliology, Jenny was going to kind of close out our time together unpacking Ephesians 2. No. She was like, I, um, I spend more of my time in spreadsheets than I do Ephesians yes. 2. So, but uh, I thought, I thought um, it, for me, it was, it was challenging. It was fun to change the format. I did enjoy it. Using the board, using a monitor, you know, just really teaching through some stuff that I kind of uh, personally geek out on a little bit. But also, I think connecting some things that are uh, in our material world yeah. to some supernatural or spiritual things that we've been asking for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, I think I, I enjoyed the challenge. It yeah. was it was great. But then I enjoyed switching it right up mm -hmm. after that oh, yeah. and movement. Yeah. I, I have yeah. loved movement. I, again, I, maybe it was just for having such a long break from being able to almost bring us right back into the heart of why we exist as a church. A couple of these last few messages have been some of my favorite you've ever done. To be a, a Christian means I just believe, but it doesn't actually create flow in your life. There's no movement in your life. You're not actually going anywhere. You just believe something. Then what I'm saying is you actually are missing what Jesus really wanted. He invites us to follow him. He doesn't say, just believe in me, but it, there's movement that should be in our lives. And so I say, where? Where are you going? It's not a destination, it's a direction. It's a disposition. It's not to a place, but what it means is that you have a mindset that every place you go, you walk into that space going, I'm bringing Jesus with me. I'm walking with Jesus. I'm following Jesus. Like he said, every place I go, it's a mindset. I think like if anybody watching this for the first time and you want to know what's like your heartbeat mm -hmm. and like what is the spirit of this place, like yeah, listen awesome. to movement. Yep, yeah. I would agree. I would agree. So, yeah, I think this this past year, um, again, I know I, I probably preach most of the messages. Um, that's one of my primary roles in what I do. But I, I would probably say this was my favorite year of preaching ever. And I, I think that um, God has answered some of the prayers that I've prayed in regards to some of the stuff um, that I've been praying. But I also, I also believe that maybe it's a product of kind of the health of our community, our church, and me, and just even some of the, we were talking about soul work, that emotional journey, um, I think has kind of led to being able to do these things and, and kind of enjoy them the way we have. So for me, it's been, a, it's been a fun year when it comes to preaching. It's probably my top. When I, when I, when I go back, I kind of am really proud yeah. of all of the series that we did this year, and I felt like yeah. all of them had real impact yeah. and kind of landed, so. Yeah. Um. I have to say, though, if we were going to get a third rock, it would be that one of the things that's no secret to people that come here is that we're a church that's known probably even more for what goes out of this place about the community than even what happens inside. Yeah. Uh, the heartbeat from day one, I know for you, has been to reach those that aren't being reached. Um, and so outreach has been an insane year yeah. in outreach. I think you even have yeah. some stats and stories. Yeah. Um... I mean, I have a few things like we gave over $50,000 to our partners, wow. which so other organizations who are already making an impact in our community. 
So it was great to be able to do that. We had um, XO week, which I brought some of the stats on that. Because um, that's the, that's the just a week during the heart of the summer where we just unleash, mm -hmm. um, I mean, around 50 or so events just on the community in the world. Yeah, yeah, and just love on our community. So we actually did 45 projects. Wow. We had 632 servant leaders and we served 1300 hours wow. just in that one week. Yeah, that's cool. You add that to uh, Hope Day that we just yeah. had yeah. in this mm -hmm. month yeah. um, with yet again adding a few hundred yeah. more hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one, we, one had, we did 14 projects in one day. Mm. We had 321 servant leaders and we served 560 hours. Wow. And we also packed um, 15,000 meals to send that to Haiti. went to wow. Haiti. So When you think about that, here's what's really cool. Um, here's what I think about these kind of things. None of us on our own yeah. ever feel like we make that much impact. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't think I could ever look at my family or us and go, okay, we want to make a difference in the world and, and think, man, I hope we could do 70 projects and, you know, in one week and a day and uh, um, give that many hours to just their volunteer hours to go out and to help our ministry partners, to go love on our neighbors, to do things like that. And yet when I think about this is the power of a community, yeah. this is a power of a community that has a purpose and an yeah. unstoppable force that would go out and just yeah. serve the community. Yeah. And, and I think about all the things that we do um, together. It's just, it's really, it's really, um, I guess it's really a true thing when you say that we're, you're better together. And I think about our church and I think about what our purpose is and helping people get on the path to God. And I think that these are ways that we do this, not yeah. just inside the walls, but outside the walls. And, mm -hmm. and so I just, throughout this year, we do that. We get, for every first time guest that shows up, we make a donation that goes to Mid-Ohio Food Bank yeah. that can put $50 worth of groceries yeah. uh, in the hands of a family yeah. in need. And I know and there was I think hundreds. That was around, was um, I think it ended up being 21,000 21, 21, 21, meals. Uh, right, that would twenty one thousand dollars in groceries. Twenty one thousand yeah. dollars in groceries mm -hmm. that made it to people. Yeah. Wow. Well, and there's there's so many small big things. Pastor Steve, our outreach pastor, he'll give us updates about yeah. once a month. Oh, yeah. He's got a rap sheet that we're like, we don't even know, we didn't even know all of this mm -hmm. happened Habitat all the humanity. time. We, we don't build a humanity. house. We all build a house. About every fifth Thursday, uh, a chunk of our team and a few servant leaders will go to Stowe Mission in the heart of Columbus mm -hmm. to serve the less fortunate. Operation um, Christmas Child. Operation Christmas yeah. Child. And then at times, you know, to the best of our ability, uh, we try to meet needs mm -hmm. when they occur around the world. Yeah. You know, when all the tragic things were happening um, just exponentially in Afghanistan, yeah. uh, we call like an emergency uh, prayer meeting through Zoom. And then our, our outreach care team, we ended up donating, I don't, I don't know, at a least thousand. a few several, several yeah, thousand so. dollars towards Hagar International yeah. and no one left behind. Mm -hmm. They were there on the ground in mm -hmm. Afghanistan yeah. to help people that yeah. were suffering in the middle of the crisis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love too that we, you know, we wanted to reach the people in our own backyard, but we also, we know that there are people who have a heart to help around the, the globe. And so think about the mission teams that, that went out this yeah. year. I think about the team that went um, to, where was it? The, New, Orleans. The, New, Orleans. New Orleans that yes. did uh, disaster relief. Mm -hmm. um, like that's just the heartbeat of our church. And I love that because it's, it's not even us sitting here but really, for those of you that are watching, you're part of this community. Like that—that's what happens when yeah. you have people who are moved by the the love of God 
to go and serve others. Yeah. And so I just think, man, we did things globally. Yeah. And and we're gonna do it again. Yeah. Twenty two. Yep. We're gonna continue mm-hmm. to do it. So, pretty incredible year. Yeah. Incredible, incredible year. But the year's ending. Yeah. And uh, 2022 is almost here. Mm-hmm. I know you've been listening to Counting Crows. Mm-hmm. We've got, you've been doing your highlight list, sitting on a rock and crying. Mm-hmm. But we've got a lot of things personally and as a church uh, that we just believe, it sounds cliche, that the, the, the best in Jesus is always up ahead. And so as we close this chapter, it's really exciting to think about what the next chapter holds. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. When I think about 22, I, I do get excited. I think about just even for if you're watching this um, and you're saying, well, what's to come in this next year? Season one of 22, uh, I believe Financial Peace University is on there. So, you know, we heard it was near 80,000, I think, or something, right? A group of people that paid off that debt within, I thought it was like nine weeks or yeah. 10 weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so if that's something that's like, if you're someone who's going, I'm drowning, we want to help you, right? That's that's right. where we're here. That's why we, we come together as a community. So there's going to be incredible things like that. We are going to kick off the year uh, with a special New Year's experience that leads right into our 21 days of prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, a lot of the things that we've celebrated today yeah. for this year, I just wonder how many of those things are actually connected to that first 21 days. Yeah. Because we gather as a church and we prayed and we fasted and we had prayer nights that were just powerful, incredible. We have prayer nights in 22. You need to come and be a part of it. It's incredible. Um, but we, we saw God answer prayers. And I believe that we're living in the answered prayers yeah. within our church. There has been a spiritual wave uh, of just momentum yeah. in our church. Because I think about also, you know, we celebrate all these different moments. But you know, one of my favorite things when I think back over this past year, I think that was a shift in what we did was you could probably count them up, but I would imagine 30, 35 of our weekends, we celebrated baptisms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the stories, like even during movement where we're hearing Brittany's story and Tony's mm-hmm. story and Katie's story and the people that showed their stories with the cars, like to me, that is just the reminder of what God is doing in the life of this church. And I believe a lot of that is connected to our desire to start off the year with prayer and fasting. And so I just, I would encourage you that as we begin uh, 22, what it would look like for you to to prioritize that uh, going into this new year. I'm going to prioritize putting God first and fasting with us. Give up some food, give up something for 21 days. We'll do it together as a community. So we're going to kick that off. We have a series that's going to launch on January 9th um, that's really going to carry us and really kind of set the tone. Yeah for 2022 yeah. and um you want to say the name well it's it's kind of different so we'll just <laughs> leave it at that um but um yeah people already heard about it so different there's the series we're going to talk about what it looks like to have a different kind of year mm-hmm. i think everybody thinks about well this year is going to be different well how can you make sure this year's different yeah. we have to live different and so we're going to talk about what it looks like to be different and to live different and so i'm excited about that and i just I think uh, this next year is going to be an incredible year. And why do I think that? Because I look at the faithfulness of this year. Right. Oh, yeah. And when I see what God did this year and blessed the way he blessed our church and the way he uh, blessed this ministry, um, I don't take credit for it. I just have to say I'm along for the ride. Mm-hmm. This is what God's doing. And so I just, we just thank you for joining with us today. It's kind of our family. Mm-hmm. We're kind of family just reminiscing and celebrating. I want to thank you guys. It's been a joy. Mm-hmm. 
to lead this church with you guys. All of you uh, play such an important part, but even more than that, what you mean to me. So I love you guys, your family. And uh, I just want to say to all of you watching who call yourself a part of X Church, uh, we just say um, your family too. And to our global online family, thank you for connecting with, joining with us. And again, I just can't help but just before we close out, I want to say thank you to the scores of servant leaders. I cannot let this moment go by without thanking the hundreds of servant leaders that help teach our kids, that minister to our middle school students, that help lead our high school students, that um, help in this space and people find a seat that um, help greet and park and they're outside in the inclement weather. Um, it, it just everything to the first time guests and next steps. To, I, I can't cover them all, but production, uh, I mean, what we do, um, it only is possible because of the scores of people that, that serve. And so I just say, if you're new to this community, why don't you become part of the movement? And so we want to encourage you to join in with that. You can be a part of Welcome to the X that's coming up this, uh, January 9th. And, uh, and then our last thing I would just say is um, thank you to those of you who give financially. Um, none of these things that we celebrated right. would be possible. The money that goes out in outreach and how we were able to help Pastor Joel and Core Church and, and give money to organization in Afghanistan, helping people get out of those situations or disaster relief or Stowe Mission or Mid-Ohio Food Bank or any of the other organizations that we support to the ministry that happens, to the lives that have been impacted, all the stories that we celebrated, the baptisms and the lives that were changed. um, It's because of the hundreds of you that give faithfully and give reoccurring and give a tithe. And and thank you for giving for the end of the year offering for movement and helping us do ministry in 22. And so if you haven't, there's still opportunity to give part of the end of the year. It's uh, not quite over yet. And so you can still give online. On our website, you can uh, any any tax, uh, I mean any, any donations are tax deductible until December 31st. That's the last that we can receive them. But again, um, thank you from our family to yours. Uh, we hope you had a wonderful Christmas. We hope you have a safe and wonderful New Year, and we'll see you in 2022. Thanks so much for tuning in to this message. I hope that it encouraged you and inspired your faith. If God is doing something in your life, would you take a moment and let us know? We want to connect with you, and we want to be able to pray for you. All you have to do is shoot us an email to hello at the x.church, or you can always send us a DM on one of our social media platforms. And if you know somebody that would also be encouraged by this very message, why not take a moment and just share it with them right now? And as always, I want to say thank you to every single person who so generously financially supports this ministry so we can continue to get messages like these out to people all over the world. We believe God is building something special and you're a significant part of it. Until next time, have a great day.